check out fourthandflex.com where you can find our YouTube channel, become a subscriber, and you could win free prizes such as signed jerseys and anything in between. That's fourthandflex.com. Follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to your boys. Enjoy the show. We are back. Welcome back to the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Bandy. That's Trey. And the time is now. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? What a crazy draft. What a crazy year for fantasy football. I mean, I, it, there's so many changes going on around the league right now. It is insane what this year is going to look like. You are 100% correct, man. And we're, we're, we're counting down the top five, our favorites, uh, winners of the draft. Now, some of these may be a little different, uh, maybe a couple of hot takes, but that's all right. What else would you expect from your boys over here? Uh, before we jump into it, uh, this episode is brought to you by our friends over at Manscaped. Yeah, guys, Manscaped, you know, if you've, if you've watched us before, you know we love us some Manscaped, and Manscaped loves us. You know, they've, they've gifted us all the things, the Lawnmower 4.0, the Beard Hedger Pro, all that stuff. And, you guys, let me tell you just how it is. Um, I will never go to any other kind of men's grooming product because Manscaped just has everything you need. Um, the Lawnmower 4.0, I literally used it. 15 minutes ago took me five minutes cleaned up nice beautiful ready to go below the belt um grabbed the beard hedger pro got my face shaved up in the right spots you know get ready for work and everything like that it keeps me clean it keeps me cool and i don't have to worry about it nicking me or cutting me or anything like that i mean this stuff is literally the top of the market um, men's grooming products you guys can get it too but you got to go to manscape.com and you have to use the promo code superflex20 Okay, because that's how you get 20% off and free shipping. That's exactly correct. Look at the top of the screen. That's the code superflex20manscape.com. Guys, get you some good stuff. But uh, we're here for a reason, buddy. And we're here to count down our top five winners of the 2023 NFL Draft. Uh, Coming in, sliding in at number five for us, we have got the Tennessee Titans. Trey, what do you think? Yeah, man, you know, I was actually really proud of the Tennessee Titans in this draft, you know, and, uh, you know, they started off, they got Peter Skronsky, the guard out of Northwestern. Um, this line needed some help. Um, obviously, you know, the quarterbacks haven't the quarterbacks haven't been great, but also the line hasn't protected them well. Even Derrick Henry was starting to suffer a little bit behind this line, so I'm glad they got a little help there. Um, and then getting Will Levis in the second round, I mean, I, I can't stress enough how great of a pick I think that is. I mean, Will Levis was rated one of the best quarterbacks in the draft. Some had him going first. Um, and for him to fall all the way to the second round, I know that hurt his heart a little bit, but I think Tennessee cleaned up with that pick. I, I totally agree. I, I feel like um, that they wanted to jump up and grab them a quarterback. Maybe that quarterback wasn't there. So they're like, all right, look, we're going to get us a guard, get whoever we get some protection. And then it just seems like the hoped Will Levis would fall to them in the next round. You know what I mean? And it did. It fell perfect for them. They got a great guy on the line and then boom picked up their quarterback a um, lot of talk about will levis uh they're, they're saying uh you know dude was uh flashing 
the guns over there, flexing on them, if you will. And a lot of people weren't liking that. That turned a lot of folks off. Did you hear anything about that, buddy? I definitely did. You know, he, uh, he people think he has a really cocky attitude and comes off a certain way. But, you know, I think he's just excited to be in the NFL and, and he knows what he's worked so hard to do, you know, so he wants to show that off. 100%. Albert popping into the comments. Sup, fellas. Sup, Albert. That's our boy over there. Love that guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree, man. Um, you know, historically cocky quarterbacks have not done well in the league. Um, but I like Will Levis. I know you love some Will Levis. You was hoping you're like, we're watching the draft. Uh, here it comes. Number two, they're going to take Will Levis. No. Okay. Well, maybe number three. No, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah man. And then I don't know if you've seen the memes about, uh, because you know, he didn't go in the first round or whatever. It was like with the last pick in round one, uh, they select Will Levis girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> you see her over there where she was all dolled up. I think she's like a model or something, but yeah, uh, he was definitely showing her off for not much. And, and they, they went to an interview with him and they were like, uh, before the draft and they were like, how do you feel? Um, you know, are you going to go to the draft? And he's like, well, you know, I feel like people that go to the draft are, are people that go in round one. So if I feel like I'm going to get to go in round one, I'll definitely be there. And, uh, and he was there, and, and by the end of it, he went home. you know. And yep. the next day, though, uh, Tennessee grabbed him up, which is exactly where I wanted him to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great pick for these guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, tr- do you think Levis uh, – what do you think? Are they going to get rid of Tan- uh, Tannehill there and, and pop Levis in? Do you think, you think uh, we're going to have Tannehill for at least another year, and then uh, maybe he learns behind Tannehill, and then we get Levis popped in there? I think it really depends on how the offseason goes and, and how these players play and practice and everything like that. You know, sure. Tannehill obviously is a good quarterback, not a great one, um, but he knows this team inside and out. Um, if he's willing to help Levis kind of learn the ropes, you know, Levis, if he's if Levis is willing to listen to Tannehill, I think he's going to be a big factor because of that cockiness and everything like that. Um, I think he's going to have to get in there and really learn this team. And he's not just going to walk in a superstar. No second round pick does. Yeah, and uh, Andy popping in. Love you guys. Love you, buddy. Love you. Um, yeah, um, yeah. You seen Will Levis though? He's celebrating, bro. He jumped up like, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited too. Just he because you know, I, I figure if you think you're gonna be a first round pick and you don't go in the first round, you start wondering when and where are you gonna go, man? Oh, yeah. Because I'm sure he had a couple teams say that they were probably gonna grab him up. You know, otherwise he wouldn't have been there day one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, Josh Wiley, the tight end out of Cincinnati, coming in. Uh, what do you think? This guy, a day one starter, you think they're going to throw him in there, buddy? Honestly, you know, the Tennessee tight end room has been kind of rough. They kind of throw around different guys in and out. You know, uh, I think they were rotating three different guys last year. If Wiley can step it up, I, I mean, they, that's what they need. They need somebody in that spot to step up because they've been really struggling at the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Um, they also grabbed um, Tiaje Spears, the running back, um, mm-hmm. you know, because we still don't know what's going on with Henry. Right. Um, is he going to get traded? Are they going to keep him? You know, I, I think if they if they keep him, then Tiaje can learn a lot from him. I don't think. Most you know, they might get him in for a couple reps here and there, but um, yeah, I, I would worry about Henry's future. You know, what's going to happen with him? Me too. Me too. And, uh, you know, lots of good stuff going on there in Tennessee. That's why they fell to our fifth spot uh, as a winner for the draft. Um, uh, let's keep it. Ro- oh, no, we need a draft grade. What, what, do we, what is our final draft grade at number five for the Tennessee Titans, Trey? What do we give them? 
I gave the we gave the Titans a C plus um, with a possible uh, future changing that to an A. It really depends on how Will Levis works out because I I think Will Levis has the potential to become uh, an amazing quarterback. And if he does, and they got a steal in the second round, that would give me an A grade. But for right now, I'm leaving it a C plus. Absolutely, I love it. I love it. Um, but like I said, moving on to uh, our next pick, sitting at number four, sliding in. Coming in, we got the Detroit Lions, and this may not be a very popular opinion for them having a good draft. Trey, why don't you explain to them why we think the Detroit Lions did good? Yeah, man. So, you know, starting off, you know, they they got uh, Jameer Gibbs, and, you know, a lot of people are like, that's way too early for a running back, um, all these things. But that Detroit's been getting rid of their running backs, you know. Uh, they got rid of Williams to um, the Saints. They got rid of um, – Swift to the Eagles. Oh, um, they're they're needing some running back room, and Jameer Gibbs. Some people are putting him above Bajan in their list. So, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about this kid, but I've seen some tape, and he is good. Um, I don't know if he's better than Bajan, but who knows? We'll have to see what he plays on the field. But Detroit likes to, to work with their running backs. You know, I, I know Atlanta does as well, but. Um, they also got a linebacker, Jack Campbell. We know what this team's defense looked like last year. Um, they definitely needed to step it up on the defense side, and Jack Campbell was a great pick for them, I think. Um, but the secret to this draft and why I think the Lions did so good and no one's talking about it is in the third round, they got quarterback Hendon Hooker. Um, now, this dude played for Tennessee, and I'm an Arkansas Razorback fan. I watched him play against Arkansas. This dude loves offensive plays like mm -hmm. Tennessee's offense was on fire bro because their defense was kind of struggling the same as Detroit Detroit's defense is kind of struggling but they love to power up on offense you know how many points did they put up last year they were insane and so when you get Hinton Hooker out there with those deep shots to Amon Ra and, and I mean that right, that connection right there the Hooker Amon Ra connection I think is going to be amazing uh if Hinton Hooker gets a chance to come in I agree I agree I love me some Hinton Hooker uh, this guy, I think, um, and then they got him in the third round at pick number 68, which I love, man, might be a uh, great value. And you know how much we love that value. But I want to bring it back to Jameer Gibbs a little bit. Um, a, a lot of people are comparing him to an Alvin Kamara type of running back, which I love uh, coming out of Alabama. So, you know, he uh, between the tackles type runner which which again i love um he can do some pass catching stuff just like our boy kamara can and with the lions getting rid of swift and jamal williams i mean fantasy wise jamar gibbs popping in is he going to be on our radar I think so, man. I think definitely. Um, it, we'll have to see how much when we get closer towards the um, beginning of the season where he's lining up. But mm -hmm. um, if he's there at the end of my draft, I'm grabbing him. But I have a feeling he we're going to have to be reaching for him a lot sooner than that uh, once mm -hmm. word comes out about how they're going to use him. Absolutely. Zach popping in. What it do? Love you, Zach. He was there hanging with us while we were drafting the other night. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, again, though, Hendon Hooker, I think, uh, was a great pickup for the Lions. Jared Goff there right now, but for how long can Jared Goff hold on? With Hendon Hooker uh, nipping at his heels, um, it may be uh, shorter than we think. <laughs> yeah, man, I would, I, I would be really excited. I, I, like I said, I, I don't know if Hendon Hooker is going to get a shot to play this year, yeah. but I really hope he does because I think he's going to be amazing out there. Mm -hmm. Yep, I agree. I agree. All right, Detroit Lions final grade for the draft. What did we give them, Trey? We gave the Detroit Lions draft grade a solid B. Right there in the middle, good good numbers, good picks, um, maybe some great value. We'll have to see how it plays out, but we gave them a solid B. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, after this, man, I'm, 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 I, I'm excited to watch the Lions next year. I mean, honestly, after this draft, I'm excited to watch so many other teams. But the Lions, I think they're, uh, I think they're a playoff team this year. I really do. No doubt. I think they take a step up. Uh, speaking of taking a step up, let's get to our number three spot here on the draft, and that is Trey's very own Seattle Seahawks. Um, great draft, I think. Um, Witherspoon in the first round. Um, this guy is is going to be a monster. Uh, Trey, are we going to see a a rekindling of the Legion of Boom in Seattle this year? You know, that's what I'm looking at, and I'm very excited. You know, Seattle did the thing that they always do in the draft. Instead of taking uh, players that they need, they just take the best player on the board. Um, and that's exactly what they did here, taking Devin Witherspoon. Um, you know, uh, fun fact about Devin Witherspoon, he had more career interceptions, which was five, uh, than career passing touchdowns allowed, which was four. That's a pretty good stat when it comes to um, Seattle uh, allowing, I think it was 14 uh, uh, touchdowns against them. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they need this guy um, to help out their defense. You know, uh, they got Bobby Wagner back. So, you know, the, uh, Seattle's defense is looking good. And Seattle, what they did in the draft is they helped out their quarterback. Yep. I mean, uh, Gino, you know, he's not the greatest quarterback. And, uh, and they know that, but they're rolling with him. Um, and all they're doing is is giving him pieces to work with to protect him, to keep him better, um, and make him look better, um, including uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba at Ohio mm-hmm. State. Um, so some people say the best wide receiver um, in the draft. Um, you know, they, they really don't have a number three behind Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, so they had to address this position at some point early in the draft. Um, and a lot of people, like I said, consider him the number one receiver out there. They got at the 20th pick. It's nice value, but it means a lot of work remains to be done on defense for him. Absolutely. Absolutely. We know their defense is, is going to be stacked, but can you imagine in Enigbu out there with uh, Metcalf on one side, Lockett on the other? Um, his problem in college was that, uh, you know, uh, there was always, um, you know, other people to guard, but Dude's going to be able to get open. Uh, he's going to do great over there. I- I'm excited. I like what you said, Trey, about um, the way that they drafted was people, positions that they needed and not necessarily, um, you know, the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Right. I love that. And, you know, uh, the one thing that does scare me about this is um, I'm worried about what wide receiver to draft in fantasy for the Seattle Seahawks, man, because, um, you know, are they going to um, are they going to just tear up and, and guard Lockett and Metcalf and then in Jigba get the, um, you know, all the all the points or, you know, uh, is DK going to I mean, it's you know, last year it was kind of just like take DK and, and don't worry about it, you know, because Tyler's so volatile, especially with uh, Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm afraid to touch any of these guys. Um, until I see him do something, you know what I mean? It's just, I'm not going to take any of them early is all I'm saying. Well, you know, Metcalf and Lockett are going to do what they do every year, you know, be decent receivers, you know, top 20 at least. Lockett's always a beast out there with them long bombs. Taking it back to Gino a little bit, though, uh, you know what? I think this is, is the opposite of Russell Wilson, and I honestly think that Pete Carroll loves that about it. Um, he's got a guy that's willing to, you know, Go with the flow, you know, not make waves, not worry about cooking. He can manage the game, and that can help Pete Carroll in that offense manage the game as well. They're going to get a lot of help on that defense this year, buddy, and I cannot wait. 
Yeah, I think that um, Seattle could definitely win their division. Um, I think the Niners, you know, obviously are going to have something to say about that. Um, but I don't see a lot of other teams. You know, the Rams, maybe everybody gets healthy again and they can uh, compete. Obviously, the Cardinals, um, you saw by their draft, you know, they're they're looking at next year already. Mm-hmm. So um, another thing I want to talk about, though, with Seattle's draft is, you know, in round two, uh, number 52 overall, they got running back Zach Charbonnet. Um, I guess that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. But <laughs> um you know, what does this say for Kenneth Walker the third? You know, uh, Seattle's always been kind of a one-two punch kind of uh, running back. You know, they they don't like to lean on one guy. So I understand, you know, getting some depth. All the only thing they had besides Kenneth Walker was DJ Dallas, who they only use here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this dude was pretty good in college. I mean, he broke or evaded 124 tackles over the last two seasons. Um, that was second most in FBS behind Texans, uh, Texas Bajan Robinson. Um, so number two in evaded tackles, you know, and they got him in the second round. Um, it's exciting it. to see. I'm sure it'll be a one-two punch. I think Kenneth Walker will still be very fantasy relevant. Um, but Absolutely. look at um, Charbonnet. You know, if, if Kenneth Walker gets injured, this dude is going to be probably a league winner at that point. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, the, the problem with Walker maybe gotten getting a little banged up. I mean, maybe they want to have that, you know, behind them. We know Rashad Penny went elsewhere. So um, this guy's probably definitely going to get some action. Albert says the Seahawks have never had three relevant receivers on the same team at the same time, Trey. No doubt. Maybe this year it's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Tommy popping in. What's up? What up, Tommy? What up, Tommy? We got Tommy. We got Albert. We got all the good ones in here today, guys. Don't forget to hit that like button for your boys. Um, tell your friends. Guys, Seattle. It's going to be uh, not only a lot of rain in Seattle, but uh, a lot of thunder, it looks like. Also, Trey, final draft grade for the your Seattle Seahawks. Final draft grade for the Seattle Seahawks. We give them a B plus. You passed. You did it. Great job. Very good. Very good. And that is number three on our list. Uh, let's move it down to number two on our list. That's the Houston Texans, Trey. Boy, we were watching that bad boy live when that went down, man. I, I want to get a screenshot of our faces when we both figured out what was happening, buddy. What do you think, man? No doubt. I mean, way to just um, just step out on a limb, you know. Uh, the Texans, you know, they we weren't sure who they were going to take. Um, I was thinking Will Anderson was going to be their pick. Um, at number two, they went with C.J. Stroud, and I was like, dang, you know, that uh, I really think that they should have got Anderson as well. And then, bam, you know, they come in. There's a trade. We traded up, you know, from Arizona. They get the mm. number three. They get Will Anderson. They say, we want our cake, and we want to eat it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they killed it, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, they did. And you know what? There was a lot of news coming out like, oh, the Texans aren't going to take a quarterback at number two. They're going to take Will Anderson. They're going to get a defense guy. And you know what? I think there was a couple people that were semi uh, close to understanding what was going on there because they did want to take Anderson, but they want to take Stroud too. Um, Stroud, man, coming out of the the Ohio State. What do you think, buddy? Is this guy going to make a difference right away or what? 
You know, I think that um, just about any quarterback in the draft this year can make a difference on the Texans right away. Um, Now, the Texans tend to hurt quarterbacks, so it's going to be that factor of, you know, who's going to help who or who's going to hurt who. And, uh, you know, hopefully they get everything worked out. I think Stroud is a great quarterback, and I think that with this team he can do great. But the Texans just struggle regardless of who they got. I mean, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson had probably the best year they've had in a long time, and then you saw what happened with that. So, Uh-huh, uh-huh. But the thing I love about this is, look, they got a guy to lead the charge on the offense, and they got a guy to lead the charge on the defense. Um, a couple of the top prospects, man getting number two and number three. I just love the the cojones it took for the Texans to do something like that. You know, the Cardinals were fighting, what, the Titans and uh, and them just to, you know, figure out who's going to get this draft pick, who's going to get this draft pick, you know what I mean? No doubt, man. And, uh, you know, the Texans, they just kind of said, you know what, we're not worried about, um, you know, penny pension or anything like that. We're, we're laying it down and we're pulling it out and putting it on the table. Yes, and uh, and they did their thing and they got their guys. So uh, hopefully it works out for them. It was a big move. And that's what Texas, that's what the Texans needed to do was make a big move. And they did yep. that. Yep, I love it. New coach over there is uh, doing big things. Zach says, I think the Texans are going to do good this year. I think that the Texans are going to struggle a little at first because these guys got to get their feet underneath them. But I really think that they're on the up and up. I think they're past the rebuild and they're, you know, they're doing big things. Absolutely. Absolutely. TD, good. 100. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. Heck yeah, man. Uh, also got him a wide receiver in Tank Hill. Uh, they got a guard with Juice Scruggs. Um, it looks like they got people in all kinds of positions. We got a defensive end here. Now, we don't know will all these guys, you know, um, make the team. But, you know, I, I think they got guys in every part that they needed them, don't you? Definitely, definitely. And, uh, you know, actually, uh, Juice Gruggs, uh, Scruggs from Penn State, um, I watched him play against Arkansas um, in Tampa, and their their line looked strong, man. Their offensive line was strong. So, uh, you know, uh, if, he was, if he was the one carrying that weight, then it was probably a great pick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, indeed. All right, we got the Houston Texans coming in at number two. Final draft grade. What do we got for him, buddy? Final draft grade for the Houston Texans, we got them at a solid A minus, and I, I we got that minus on there. I think just because they kind of gave up a lot of picks for few for the future to get this uh, second and third pick, but it probably works out for them, and that's why it's an A. Uh huh. Uh huh. And TD Good says, "Is Will Anderson any good?" I don't know. Hey man, he come from Alabama. You know that's one thing that scares me a little bit sometimes. Is Alabama's always good, and so are these. It, you got to get the right player. Is that player good, or are they good because they're on Alabama? But I think Will Anderson is the guy that makes Alabama good. Yeah, so. are they good? Or are they just good under the right coaching scheme right. and the, the the right personnel? Yeah, I, I completely agree. Um, that's number two. Let's get to our number one uh, draft winner. This year, and I mean, you probably already know, but that's all right. We've got the Philadelphia Eagles or the Philly Dogs, if, you know, that's something you want to go with. Philadelphia Eagles, man, as soon as they got Jalen Carter, man, I knew it was on, Trey. 
Yeah, man, uh, this is a, um, a, a easy case of how the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the Eagles just have figured out how to draft players. All you got to do is grab Georgia defense and Alabama offense, and that's just how you win games. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they went out. Uh, they got uh, Jalen Carter, um, number ninth overall. Um, Georgia defensive tackle, once rated a top five talent, you know, there was an off the field issue um, that affected his draft position, but it um, looks to me like uh, that's not going to affect him too much. Um, You know, they did say he was a little bit out of shape um, more than they wanted. And uh, I think that's not going to be a problem regardless. I mean, like the, the Eagles literally defensive line um, in the 2021 Georgia versus Alabama game, the Mm. Eagles had like 22 tackles and like uh, 15 sacks because that's all these guys from that game are on the Eagles. The Eagles literally just like, you know what? We want we want Georgia defense, we want Alabama offense, and we're going to take this league. Jeez, Louise, buddy. It's going to be a, a a different kind of year for Philly, man. Maybe last year, like you know I said, they had an easy schedule. They had the easiest road to the Super Bowl. Now this year, man, they're going to have some literal dogs on the defensive side of the ball. Jalen Carter, man, a lot of people didn't want this guy. A lot of people were like, look, we don't, we don't need that in our lives. We, we, we just want to, we want to be us. We want to be our organization, but the Philly Philadelphia Eagles said, we'll take them. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. And uh, on top of that, they got linebacker Nolan Smith, who some people said was the best linebacker in the draft. Um, This dude's a relentless pass rusher. Many considered a top 15 prospect. They got him at number 30 overall. Mm -hmm. Another great steal for the Eagles. I mean, they're just pumping up this team. They're like, we're winning a Super Bowl. We don't care what anybody says. (laughs) No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, that defense is going to be something. We already know the offense is going to be something. Um, Are we going to see a... uh, replay of last year with Jalen Hurts this year Trey um yeah I mean I think I think that uh you know if if I if I could put money on it right now I might just um Eagles taking it all the way uh probably not like I don't want to throw money on winning it but um getting uh winning the NFC I think uh will be no problem oh my goodness oh my goodness did y'all do the bucks because I want to know I guess you have to wait and find out, buddy. You have to wait and find out. You got anything else for the Eagles, buddy? Yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, like I said, you know, they want Georgia on defense, uh, but they grabbed uh, offensive lineman Tyler Steen from Alabama because Alabama knows how to hold that line. Yeah, they do. Um, you know, they got um, CB Kilo Ringo. Um, he's known for his game-clinching pick six that secured the 2022 national title against Alabama. Hmm. Um, another Georgia dude killing it. Um, and – not actual draft pick, but on draft day, um, they made a trade with the Detroit Lions and they got DeAndre Swift, mm. um, which just boosted their draft grade up even more. And they also got Rashad Penny over there. They got Rashad Penny. They got DeAndre Swift. That kind of makes me nervous for DeAndre Swift's uh, uh, fantasy value, value in fantasy, sure. man. Um, Swift, is is he somebody we're going to be targeting next year? I mean, he's going to have Penny there. Are they still going to have Gainwell and Boston Scott? Probably. They love those guys. Yeah, and so um, I've actually uh, – so you've got you've got DeAndre Swift, you've got Rashad Penny, you've got Kenneth Gainwell, and you've got Boston Scott, all salaried together around $2 million. And Miles Sanders, wow. Carolina's paying him $15 million. Wow. <laughs> wow. All together, $2 million, yep. that running back room. 
Yeah. Insane, dude. Insane. Free real estate for the Eagles. I, I don't know why they don't hang on to all of them. You know what I mean? I mean, they might. Mm-hmm. It does scare me for fantasy value, but um, they're going to rotate these guys in and out, and uh, they're always going to have a fresh dude ready to take the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is our top five list. Trey, what we give them? A plus? <laughs> a plus plus, baby. Yep. Yep. I'm not a Philly fan. Don't get me wrong, man, but I am scared of the Philadelphia Eagles next year. Andy says, I don't think the Eagles will do well this year. <laughs> I hope you're right, buddy. What do you think, Trey? <laughs> I think the Eagles easily win the NFC. Well, they'll probably have another easy schedule. Yeah, easy schedule. You know, they'll just run the ball and somehow manage run to get wins. And... Run the ball. Oh, you mean they play football. Gotcha. <laughs> whatever, whatever. That's the top five list. We got a couple honorable mentions on this list, buddy. Um, let's get to a, a couple of our honorable mentions here. Hey, there he is. Uh, let's let's start at the uh, top. We gotta we gotta talk about the uh, Arizona Cardinals, right? We gotta talk about their draft. Yeah, and and you know the Arizona Cardinals. You're like, I don't know if they really drafted anybody good. Well, that's the point. Um, they're on our honorable mention because they got so many draft picks for next year by just letting people trade up, take their spot, grab three picks to go down two spots. Um, I mean, they stacked up on 2024 picks. They already know this year is not going to be a great year for them, um, and they're looking to build and they're looking at the future. And and, yes, and they, they did that. I mean, they they did the right moves by getting all those draft picks for next year. And if you look, dude, they got like two pins, two picks in the fifth this year, two picks in the fifth, two picks in the sixth. Bro, their draft list is like washling that super long, dude. So they got some guys that they can work with and they can make things happen. Adela, keep up the good work. I love that lady. That's my homegirl over there. Um, but yeah, the Cardinals, man, on made the honorable mentions list because exactly right they got picks they're beefed up for next year and i guess we're gonna find out what happens buddy next on our honorable mentions list we gotta talk about the carolina panthers doing what they should have done go ahead buddy yeah i mean obviously you know uh first pick bryce young i mean that's i mean that's how you win a draft Mm -hmm. you know is taking the best dude out there and and taking exactly what they need they built um, they took some veterans all around for the uh, wide receivers in the running back room, and then they're bringing in a rookie quarterback, and uh, they're just going to build a wall around him. And uh, I think Bryce Young does great things with the Panthers. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And they got a uh, a wide receiver to help them out over there too. What Mingo? They got Mingo over there to help them out. Um, I think that's smart. I think that's good. You give your rookie quarterback. Uh, a rookie wide receiver, man. These guys work together. They throw together. Um, it, it makes me think that they don't have a lot of faith in Terrace Marshall, but I mean, I think they we probably knew that already. I mean, this guy had flashes, but to to be a number one, I mean, you need more than flashes. I mean, I think Mingo jumps to the number one over here, Trey. It's very possible. I mean, you know, uh, Thielen. Adam Thielen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard to let go of my boy i got a feeling on him yeah uh, I, I love him too i love him too i mean but he's a slot guy i mean i just think that this guy uh does some good stuff over there um next on the honorable mentions i think we should uh talk about just a little bit about the atlanta falcons trey taking b john robinson number one a lot of people were not liking this move buddy what do you think 
Yeah, I mean, you know, Atlanta Falcons do what Atlanta Falcons do, and they run it down your face, um, mm-hmm. and they do it proudly. And Bajan Robinson was the pick that they wanted to do that. Um, this guy is like, you know, predicted to be one of the greatest running backs in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have to see if he can uh, live up to that standard, but I think the Falcons is a great spot him for him to attempt that. Absolutely, absolutely. But what about Tyler Algier? I mean, this guy broke a franchise record with receiving yards of a rookie. Now they're going to bring in Bajan. Um, I don't know, man. They they were like number one in a lot of statistical categories in the run game last year. But Arthur Smith coming from the Titans, I think he said, I need my Derrick Henry over here. There you <laughs> go. Bijan's going to be that guy. This guy is a beast, a beast. Um, and let's move to our final honorable mention, and that is my Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know if Trey was super excited to put them on the honorable mention list. I will be completely honest with you. This one's all me, guys. And the only reason that I think they deserve a mention is because my feelings before the draft, uh-uh. no, I was like, you know, throwing up in my mouth a little bit, my friend. But now after the draft, I'm feeling a little better about things, man. We got Cansey. We got Trey Palmer, who I think is going to come out and change things a little bit. I just think it's going to be good, Trey. What do you? Yeah, I mean, you know, the uh, Bucks definitely, um, well, they got really bad and they got a little better. So, hey, what can I say, buddy? We're, we're going to find out. We, we, we just got to figure out. <laughs> yeah, boy. We just got to figure out which Baker Mayfield's showing up. No doubt. Is Tampa now his house? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) At least for a year, right? He's renting it. (laughs) Right. He's like, I'm just going to vacation here. Put my feet up for a minute. And Andy says, what do y'all think about Antonio Brown saying, F it, I'm a raven. Antonio Brown does what Antonio Brown does to get attention and stay prevalent and relevant. And he's lost that. And now he's just uh, making a mockery of the NFL. Crazy, right? I mean, I was like, I read this and I'm like, wow, somebody's actually going to give Antonio Brown another chance to be a Raven. Uh, and and now all of a sudden, it's just him posting a picture of him wearing a Raven outfit, posting on Twitter. That's Antonio Brown becoming a Raven this year. Yeah. <laughs> I do love, though, since we're talking about the Ravens, I do love, uh, was it Zay Flowers? Is that his name? Did I get it mm-hmm. right? I love that guy, dude, and I think uh, that was a great pickup by the Ravens. They're surrounding Lamar with some actual talent. Um, Odell, if his you know kneecap will stay hinged on, I think will help out here and there. Um, they're doing things to help him, you know. No doubt, no doubt. And uh, Andy's liking that. So is Zach. Laughing at your boy. That's it. That is our list of the uh, 2023 NFL Draft. Guys, don't forget to like this video. Subscribe to the channel if you are not already. Go down in the description because we got merch. Get you a fourth and flex shirt. Get you a mug. Get you something. Just something with our logo on it. It will make us very happy. And guys, also don't forget the fantasy season is upon us. That means mock drafts are about to start popping. If you want to get in on any of these mock drafts, leave us a comment with your sleeper ID. We'll send you an invite. We'll let you know what's going on. Uh, Andy says, let's, yes, sir, let's go Ravens. We'll see. <laughs> and guys, if you're not watching this live, if you're watching this after we've went live, um, 
put down in the comments, you know, uh, who you think won the draft and some of your favorite players and where they went. Um, and maybe we'll check them out and uh, and we'll put put you out there on there and talk about them and uh, put your comment up there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for watching and we will see you on the next one. Peace. You've been listening to the fourth and flex fantasy football podcast. And here we go. Here we go. If you love anything and everything pro football, then you found your new home. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, questions and comments at fourthandflex at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at fourthandflex and on Twitter at fourthandflexpod. See you next time on the Fourth and Flex Fantasy Football Podcast.